I remember sitting in the emergency room praying that if I could have my life back, that I would be there for my kids, but that I would start to take care of myself. I started working out. I started taking more time for myself. My parents got me a babysitter, but it still wasn't enough. And what I realized is that I needed to create the time and the morning was the only time to do that. And I needed to have defined things that I did to make up the essence of who I was as a whole so that I could step forth into my day as a mom and feel like I got that ROI for myself. And so now I'm on a mission to teach high achieving moms how to design their life to do the same. Hi, I'm Brooke Raybould. I'm a high achieving mama with a Georgetown MBA who said no to the corporate world and yes to herself. Trained by two of the top business schools in the country, I fell in love with entrepreneurship and embarked on the biggest startup of my life, my family. Drowning in diapers and laundry, I bootstrapped my way to building a six-figure online business where I was paid to be myself. And now I'm on a mission to help women ditch the mom memes and build the life they were created for. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom looking to optimize your routines and carve out a little something for yourself or the savvy woman wanting to do it all, I will break down the systems and strategies that help busy moms get big results. Step on into my stay-at-home office and welcome to the At Home Startup Podcast. I am so excited to talk about today's topic. It has been something that changed my life significantly. And I don't want to say it happened overnight. It's been seven years in the making, the duration that I have been a mom to my children and became the solution to what I felt when I was drowning in stay-at-home motherhood. This is the solution that came out of it and that I've developed and fine-tuned over time. And I share this often with women, not coming from a place of, you know, I have all the answers, I can do it better than you, but really from a humble place of this is what brought me out of a really hard place in motherhood. And this is what I've adapted in a way that has transformed my life to be able to raise four active, busy, sometimes chaotic and blessed children and also to be to be able to run an entrepreneurial business that I pour my heart and soul into this is the morning routine that I do that allows me to do all of those things and so I call it control variables and it's a transformative self-care morning routine for the high achieving mom determined to live an amazing life on purpose. And you might be thinking, high achieving mom, why do I have to be a high achieving mom? I'm going to start by saying that this practice control variables is not for everyone. There are certain people that don't thrive on you know, squeezing the most out of their day. And I happen to be an achieving personality. And you put someone like me into a stay-at-home mom position, and I need certain things in my life that I can control. And I need those tangible returns on things that I do during the day 
because outside of that, I am a mom to four young kids who have minds, behaviors, and actions all of their own. And when I was saying, you know, that life is chaotic, it is. And as a mom, one of the things that I've learned is that I cannot control other people. I cannot control my kids. I cannot control my husband. I cannot control the algorithm of Instagram. But what I can control is myself. And so starting my day off with this routine, control variables, is something that has allowed me to get back that control over my life and take care of the things that are important to me. So let's dive in. I'm going to start with a little bit of tough love. And I was saying that this routine is for the high achieving mom, the high achieving individual, because that individual probably knows that things in life cannot and will not happen if you don't take personal responsibility for the current state of your life now and responsibility for where you want to go in the future. And that's a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. Things in my life had happened and I went on a downward spiral trajectory and I became negative. And I remember my dad looking at me being like, you didn't used to be so negative. And my life at the time was a reflection of that. And a friend gave me a book called The Secret and you could knock on it. But that book, Love It or Hate It, really opened my eyes up to the fact that we are the creators of our reality. And I'm a believer in God with you know the help of God, but we have free will to create our lives on earth as full and rich. But it starts with taking personal responsibility. So that is the number one step in the control variables routine. You have to know where you are And then you have to know who it is that you want to be in the future because creating this morning routine is really a, in the words words of James Clear, he wrote Atomic Habits. It's really a nod to the kind of person that you want to be. And when we get into the control variables routine, you'll see that each of the tasks within this morning routine should embody who it is, the type of person that that you wish to become. But it starts again with taking responsibility. So um, how did I end up here? I was a mom to one. You've heard my story. I got pregnant in Georgetown. Post-graduation, I decided to stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom. My mom was a stay-at-home mom that was pretty ingrained in what I wanted to do. But as a high-achieving woman, being home with my kids, it was challenging. And then we threw in another baby and I had postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, and the state of my life wasn't what I thought it would look like as, you know, my dreams of being a mom and a stay-at-home mom at that came true. And so I ended up in the emergency room due to stress-induced tension headaches, and I remember sitting in the emergency room praying that if I could have my life back, that I would be there for my kids, but that I would start to take care of myself. I started working out. I started taking more time for myself. My parents got me a babysitter, but it still wasn't enough. And what I realized is that I needed to create the time 
And the morning was the only time to do that. And I needed to have defined things that I did to make up the essence of who I was as a whole so that I could step forth into my day as a mom and feel like I got that ROI for myself. And so now I'm on a mission to teach high achieving moms how to design their life to do the same. But let's start with a quote by James Clear. He's the author of Atomic Habits. He says, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Your goal is your desired outcome. Your system is the collection of daily habits that will get you there. So first, let's talk about what control is. So control is defined as the power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. So why is control important? Control allows people to feel like they can shape outcomes and events to their liking. And let's be honest, like we like that as people. We like when we could say A plus B equals C. But with kids, you know that one plus two does not equal three, it equals 15, and sometimes it equals negative four. So gaining back that control in your life gives you a sense of surety. But with that said, being obsessed with control can be a bad thing. You can't control everything. And as a mom, I realized that even if I did everything right, somehow the day would fall to shambles. And so what I I learned is that I desperately needed those things that I could control. And that's when the light bulb went off. When I held certain elements constant for myself, the other things had a constructive way of working themselves out. So let's dive into what control variables is. Control variables are five important practices that if completed will make you feel calm, organized, energized, and accomplished. Control variables are best completed first thing in the morning. We're going to dive into this first um, to ensure that they are in fact completed. Otherwise, you're leaving it up to chance, your business, your job, your kids, your spouse, whatever to get in the way. And we do not want to do that. We want to make sure that we get these priorities taken care of and done so that we're setting our state and creating an amazing life. Um, So I've narrowed my control variables down to five categories. It's organization, because I want to be an organized person. Mindset, I want to have a good thinking brain so I have a positive outlook on life. Nutrition. I want to be healthy. And as a mom, it's it's hard to get those nutrients in. Energy. I want to be an energetic being that steps into her day. Um, people often ask me, how do you have so much energy? It's this routine. And then fun. I want to add some flair to my life that says life is worth living and it's gloriously abundant and joyful. So you can choose different category buckets, but I'd say that's like a good collection or at least a good start. And so I try to stick with those. So then how do you identify a task within a category? Um, That means within, for example, the organization category in the morning, how do you identify what you're going to do to stay organized? For example, I make all of the beds in the morning. It's what I do. I've got pushback. Why don't your kids make their beds? You know what? It's something that I like and I've carved out for our family, that is something that I control because it makes me feel good. So how do you identify a task within a category? Number one, I was talking about ROI in the beginning. The task needs to provide an ROI. 
what is an ROI? It's a return on investment. Again, as individuals in society, we're so used to getting a return on investment that when we become a parent, we don't get that. We need tasks that are giving us a return on investment. So it means that after you complete the task, after you make those beds, you feel exponentially better. What is that for you? You know, in the energy category, mine's a 30 minute workout. That makes me feel better. I get a tangible return on the energy I'm expending. I get that energy back. So you need an ROI on the task. Next, the task needs to be doable. I was just talking about working out. So if you're first into doing control variables and want to get a workout routine, please don't choose something that you will not do that sets the bar too high. The task needs to be doable or you will not do it. I stopped working out when I got in the mindset that I had to work out for 45 minutes to an hour, that I had to run on the treadmill for 45 minutes to an hour. Like I didn't like that. It wasn't really feasible for me. So choose something for you that's doable. If your spouse cannot help you out in the morning, you can't get out for a run. Can you do 15 jumping jacks every morning, 10 pushups and 20 sit-ups? And maybe that's your doable metric. Third, when it comes to identifying your task, it must be completed within a constricted time frame. We are parents. Our morning routines cannot be drug out into a four-hour self-medicating routine that makes us feel abundant. You know, time isn't incredibly abundant. We are creating time for ourselves, but we also have to operate in a constricted time frame. So if you say, well, I feel better when I clean the entire house, um, I'm here to say that your morning routine is within the organization category, at least pick something that you can get done quickly. Same with your energy bucket category, pick a task that is doable. Again, back to working out. I started working out daily when I reduced my workouts. 34 minutes is my maximum workout. I never go over it because that's the time that is allotted for me to do within that constrictive time frame where I'm not taking them away from my family, but I am giving to myself. So the question you might want to ask yourself is, can I do this every day within a tight, constricted time frame in the morning? I'd say before my kids get up. Fourth, each task, and I got this from James Clear's book, The Atomic Habits. He talks about this when building habits, but each task you choose should be a vote for the type of person you wish to become. So if we can identify the type of identity we want to shift into in the future, um, we need to start developing those habits now, today. So the tasks that you choose should be a reflection of the person you want to grow into. And then when you're doing those tasks every morning, you start to become that person. Again, people, how do you get so much energy? Well, I practice this routine every day. It's not this big extravagant thing, but it's enough to make me into the person I've always dreamt of becoming. Again, not perfect, but holistically a person that can step into her day feeling like she's got a a hold on it. 
Are you planning a Disney vacation in the future? If you're like most parents, you will probably wind up at either Disney World or Disneyland wearing matching mouse tees and having the time of your life. But don't make this mistake and ruin your Disney trip like I feel like I did the first time we went to Disneyland. I did zero research, we showed up late, I even forgot Vance's shoes and a stroller. I had no idea what to do and we walked into lines, crowds, overpriced food, and two parks that I did not understand. Fast forward a few years later and my boys were invited to go to Disney World, our family was, and I said, absolutely not. I do not want to go back to this park spending thousands and thousands of dollars to walk into this type of a situation. But in true parent fashion, I said yes. However, I became committed to cracking the Disney code. And what I discovered was an entire underground playbook of Disney World secrets. And I put all of that into a guide called a mom's guide to Disney World that helps families plan the Disney World vacation of their dreams. And most importantly, it provides you this underground playbook that'll help you bypass some of those hard things about Disney World, like crowds, lines, and overpriced everything. So in the show notes, you can find the link to the guide and I have a code for you. It is Disney discount that'll give you $15 off. The guide is usually $40. It's actually quite higher than that, but this code will give you the guide for $25. And the guide is not just 80 pages. It is 200 pages full of itineraries, favorite restaurants in Disney, hotels to stay at, everything you need to know to dominate Disney. Okay, let's dive into why the morning. And this is kind of a basic response because we all have kids. So like there's really no other time in the day. But let me start with a quote by Rob Sharma. He is the author of the 5am club, which truth be told, I haven't read, but I want to because I was exposed to all of the things he says and they're just amazing. But he says, own your morning, elevate your life. Another quote he has is if you can take care of the front end of your day, the rest of your day takes care of itself. That is a profound thought to me. The morning sets your state for the day. And then the rest of your day is done. If you are in a fitness and you're one of those people that waits to get your workout in, which was me a while back, guess what? Sometimes it never gets done and you expend energy on certain things thinking about if they're going to get done or not. I want this control variables routine to take away those energy taking thoughts so that we can automatically check them off the list before people have even gotten their day started. So why do we have to beat your kids up? And truth be told, some mornings, this isn't a reality for me. It ensures that you are proactive rather than reactive. It provides control over your day and ensures that you have time with zero distractions. It ensures that you take care of the things that are important to you um, and ensures that you set the tone for the day, ensures that you have checked off the majority of your optimal to-dos before the day has started. Even if the rest of your day is hard or chaotic or whatever, if you do this in the morning, you know that you had an optimal morning and that will give you a sense of pride. Let's go into how to do it. Like, how do you wake up early? The goal is to get up an hour to two hours before your kids and condense this routine into that time period. 
the most ideal time is when your kids are asleep, but we know that's not realistic. Some kids wake up at five, six, sometimes you're up in the middle of the night. The first strategy is used in partnership with your spouse. Ryan wakes up before me at 4.45. He starts his routine, which is pretty much identical to mine. He just bumps it up and then we switch off if a child were to wake up. Ideally, I'd be waking up at 5 a.m. And my boys are generally like a 7 a.m. during the school week, 6.45 a.m. they get up. So 5 a.m. for me is a great time to wake up. The first bucket is organization. My task within that is making the bed. Or you might think of something else. So just complete a task that promotes organization within your life. Marie Kondo, if you know her, she's a tidying expert. She was made famous for the simple task of organizing your stuff in order to organize your mind and thus your life. She says life truly begins after you put your house in order. Why? And this is me talking now, not because it organizes your house, but because it organizes your mind. I'm a huge proponent that your environment dictates the state of your life. And you need to be able to have time to take care of those things. Think about the thing that makes you feel put together. Maybe that's fluffing the pillows. Maybe that's making sure the kitchen is totally clean. Maybe it's a combination of things. Just know what it is and know that it, again, go back to those tasks, their ROI that it provides. Can it be completed in a constricted timeframe? What is it for you? What promotes a sense of well-being? Something to think about is the Make Your Bed speech by Admiral McRaven. If you want to grasp the importance of completing a task such as making your bed, he says that if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. It seems so simple, yet it's so profound. And I started implementing that. And it's just crazy how organized and prideful it makes you feel. It's like the rest of your day can be chaos. But you look at your bed at night and you feel that sense of accomplishment. Like, look at what I did. I I made the bed and I'm going now to sleep in the bed that I made. Things like that. So then let's cruise on into mindset. Practicing gratitude, affirmation, meditation, prayer, reading, learning. So mindset is number two. And within that, there are a bunch of different things that you could do. Reading a book that I might not otherwise get to read. Sitting down and setting my intention for the day, whether that's, you know, intention on behalf of a particular child that needs extra prayer. If you're religious, that's opening, you know, the word of God and getting close to your Bible and, you know, getting that time for yourself so that you feel that sense of peace and calmness. Because I'll be the first to admit, as a mom, my temper can get short. And reminding myself that I have to come back and ground myself mentally, that's super important. So um, here's a list of mindfulness practices. Again, I have a document, a PDF download of my control variables. So that is something you'll want to look into. Breath work, de-stresses your body, gratitude practices. I know Tony Robbins is big on that. Prayer, reading, morning pages, that's just writing, like pouring out your heart onto a piece of paper. And you can imagine how therapeutic that is. So the biggest takeaway from mindset work is that it positively impacts your mind and sets your intention for the day, like I was saying. So if you want to be a better person, um, for whatever reason, however that looks, incorporate some form of mindset practice into your morning. Again, within a constricted time frame, 
it must give an ROI and it must be doable and be a nod again to the person that you want to become. Three, nutrition. I like to drink athletic greens. I'm going to put a code and link for this product in the show notes. I'm a big proponent of this product or in Numedica greens is another good one that I like. As a busy mom, it's so hard to get my nutrition taken care of. I'm with the kids. I'm working. It's just a crazy day. And I noticed that getting in front of my nutrition, getting it taken care of first thing in the morning helps me feel in control. And this isn't a plug to say that a nutritional powder drink should replace all of your nutrition and meals for the day. It's not that at all. It's about being proactive and getting ahead of your day so that you feel in control so that you can then make better decisions the remainder of your day. So again, nutrition for me is drinking a vitamin-rich nutritional drink. Okay, number four, the bucket here is energy. How do I get more energy? This is a big one that people ask me how do I get it? I want more energy. And I'm here to tell you that if you want increased energy, you have to expend energy. I am an energy fiend. It's why I eat healthy because if I eat unhealthy, it honestly just messes up my energy. It's why I don't drink alcohol regularly. I drink it only on a very special occasion because it drains me of my energy. If you want increased energy, you need to expend energy. How do you do that? You have to work out. Ryan got me on track. This was one of the things that I was drawn to about him. He was such an energized, positive person. He never went a day without working out. It's just a part of our daily routine because I want that energy. And I do it first thing in the morning because it's then taken care of and it sets my state for the rest of the day. I then have those endorphins for the rest of the day. With four boys, I have no choice. I have to be energized. My 30-minute workout looks like a two-mile run outside. We also have a treadmill for when the weather gets bad. I prefer to get outside and get some sunshine. I know that's not conducive to everyone. And then I do a 14-minute floor workout using the Sweat app. I do Kayla Itzine's high-intensity her workouts, but I do two sets. So I do half the workout. So seven minutes, seven minutes, 14 minutes done. It's a big part of my day. So pick something again, go back to ROI condensed timeframe. And most importantly with working out doable, I started very minimalistic with a workout. If you can just get a 20 minute run in and you don't want to do weights, just work up to it. I remember the first time I did the sweat app It was so hard. I was so sore. I couldn't even sit down on the toilet. It was a disaster, but I worked up to it. I started out without weights. I modified the workout so that I could do it, that I would do it because I was confident that I could complete it. And so just create your own recipe that is your energy boosting workout. Okay, last category is fun. Life is too short to be in my opinion, average. It's like, how do I bring the fun to my life for me as an individual outside of, you know, taking my kids to Dave and Buster's doing fun things for me as a stay at home mom. I saw transformation happen when my Instagram platform grew. I had to be on camera every day and I started getting myself ready 
for the day. I started looking, you know, and this isn't like getting dressed to the nines and wearing fake eyelashes every day. Although, hey, if that makes you feel good and it's fun, do it. But I've noticed it's like I have this friend and I see her at carpool pickup and she looks like, and it's not about this, but I just, I love it. I'm like, she walks in and she looks like she takes pride and has fun putting herself together for the day. So it might not be getting yourself ready for you. This is just an example, but life's too short not to, I feel like bring some pizzazz into your life. That is my final bucket of control variables. So I hope you enjoy this episode. This is only meant to hopefully propel your life forward. There are several different other morning routines I'm sure that you can look into, but this is the recipe for both. Ryan and I save the uh, lipstick and getting ready, but he still gets ready and, you know, presents himself nice for the day. But this is the routine that really has enabled us to raise four busy boys and pursue purposeful careers in a meaningful way. And I want to end with this. After you control the things that you control, you can surrender. And that's something that I've had to learn as a parent. And, you know, someone actually said that the other day. They're like, life isn't always about your control variables. And I fully agree. We cannot control everything. And so once you control your morning, you can then step into your family life and surrender and know that things are going to be outside of your control, but that you did your best to set your day up to take care of you in a way that you could control. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just remember that sometimes you've got to switch out the playbook until next time on the at home startup podcast.